America is often mislabeled a nation of immigrants. Certainly, the massive waves of migrations throughout America's history, first from the British Isles and Northern Europe, and later from virtually all over the world, have placed an indelible stamp on our country, making it, even in the colonial period, something different from a nation in the traditional sense. Yet America's course, as an enduring republic, an astoundingly prosperous experiment in self-government, and a beacon of liberty to the world, was set at the time of the founding of the United States. And at that time, America was hardly dominated by immigrants. Many of the important men of the founding generation were third- or fourth-generation Americans, who were more attached to their native land than to England. The men and women who created the United States were a people of independent spirit, a spirit forged by the trials of the wilderness, in cutting a path in an untamed world. They were bold adventurers, entrepreneurs, pioneers, and explorers. These are the best traits of early America, and no one represented them better than Captain John Smith and Daniel Boone. The Hero of Jamestown John Smith made the title Captain important before Captain Jack Sparrow made it funny in Pirates of the Caribbean. Smith's life is shrouded in mystery, and there is perhaps no more polarizing figure in early America. He is both admired and reviled. Historians generally either believe his wild tales of adventure, or regard him as little more than a self-aggrandizing liar. Either way, there is little doubt that America, particularly the South, would not have been the same without him. He was the first American hero, a trailblazer, statesman, pioneer, soldier of fortune, historian, and explorer. Smith saved Virginia and named New England. His life is a bold, romantic tale that makes even the greatest feats of the modern age seem small in comparison. Such a man is deserving of a prominent place in the pantheon of great Americans. Smith was born around 1579 in Lincolnshire, England. His family had prominent origins, and when his father died, Smith inherited a small estate, enough to make him believe he could afford fine adventures. He spent little time in school, preferring a life of action to one of study. His guardians apprenticed him to a local merchant when Smith was a teenager, but a career bound to terra firma did not suit him. He heard the call of the sea and the sword. Smith soon broke his apprenticeship, becoming a legal fugitive, and with ten shillings in his pocket from his estate, set forth on the grand adventure of life. He fled to France and found a role in the French army, fighting in the French wars of religion on the side of the Protestants. This is where he learned the craft of the sword. When those wars ended, Smith served for several years on an English ship battling the Spanish in the fight to control the Netherlands. Four years on the continent ended with a stop in Scotland, in the hope that he could gain influence with the Scottish crown. But the life of a courtier was not for him, and Smith eventually retired to the woods of England and cultivated his independence. He wrote, read, hunted, and practiced his martial skills. He was a hermit in a pavilion of boughs who became a famous curiosity to the local peasantry. But this solitary life did not suit a man of his nature— and Smith was soon bound for the continent again in search of adventure. His second tour in Europe was less creditable than the first. Smith acted as a thief. In his defense, he had been duped by men who later stole from him. He lived as a pirate, albeit briefly. His wanderings left him cold and hungry. 
Smith eventually found his calling as a soldier of fortune. The knowledge of military strategy he had gleaned from a thorough reading of Machiavelli's Art of War, the only book Smith owned besides the Bible at one point, impressed several European noblemen, and, in addition to his skill with the sword, earned him a role in the so-called Long War between the Christian Habsburgs in Hungary and the Muslim Ottoman Turks. He was again a soldier in a war of religion. In honor of his service and performance on the battlefield, Smith received a promotion to captain, a title that added dignity to his name for the rest of his life. Smith reportedly killed and beheaded three Turkish commanders in duels, a feat that earned him a knighthood and a coat of arms from a Transylvanian nobleman. His skill as a soldier, however, did not make him invincible, and in 1602 Smith was wounded in battle, captured, and sold as a slave to a Turkish nobleman.